You're listening to the JFDI podcast with the two Lauras. And in today's episode, we are going to spill the beans on our biggest regrets when it comes to our business. Their names are the same, good friends they became. Together they put their brains and magic happened. I'm talking about the two Lauras, they'll be your biggest supporters, what the selling you'll need more of, I'm talking about the two Lauras, I'm talking about the two Lauras. We are here today to answer that question that's been uh, given to us from one of our members of the Inner Hub, so hit me with it. Okay, so the question comes from Alison, who is also our Next Level member. And Alison said, if there was one thing you wish you'd started earlier in your business, what would it be? I bet we've both got the same answer for this. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I know mine. Do you know yours? I do know mine. Well, mine would be, this is Laura Davis, mine would be uh, my email list. Yes, same, same. Ah, email list. There you go. Same name, same regrets. Yeah, well, there's two elements of that, I guess. I didn't start that early enough, really. And I didn't ever, at the start, utilise it, really. Yeah, I didn't start mine early enough. And then when I did have one, I just had this big block about what the hell am I going to email these people? How often should I email these people? And what am I saying? And why am I doing it? But hooray, at least I've got their email addresses. Yeah. Yeah, totally the same. So we both didn't start our email list soon enough. And basically what we would tell people to do now is just yesterday should have been the day. Yeah, you like if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have an email list, you probably should put this at the top of your list. Yeah. But this is important stuff. Yeah. As social media people, I think we are too quick to rely on social media and we all know god you know the amount of accounts that get hacked and you know someone was actually commenting on our instagram post the other day i don't know whether you saw it laura where he had lost all of his instagram he had you know a few thousand followers lost it all gone forever and he did have an email list and he said it wasn't big but at least he had something and i think if you've got that list you've got a way to communicate with people that doesn't rely on social media and it doesn't rely on the algorithms. You know, obviously we all have spam still to deal with, but, you know, you're not relying on a, on an audience that is, is sitting on someone else's platform, essentially. Exactly. And just recently, Facebook and Instagram and even WhatsApp and Messenger went down for all that time, didn't they? So, yeah, you definitely 100% need an email list. So... If someone is listening now and they don't have an email list, what should they do? The first thing I would do would be to create a lead magnet. Now, if you're in the Inner Hub, go and have a listen to the masterclass we have in there, all about how to create your first lead magnet. There's quite a few ideas in there and it was just really useful. The one thing I did was I created a lead magnet, chucked it out, you know, had it on pinned posts and all, all that. And there's probably two things I did did wrong is I didn't ever promote it enough. We used to mention it here and there and, you know, but not consistently and definitely not as frequently as I should have done. And also I didn't really test different types of lead magnets. I just had one. It kind of, it worked. I grew my list. I never got round to really 
testing lots of different ones to find out actually which one was going to be the best at growing my list and also which was going to bring in the best type of people that were then obviously going to then convert into whatever I sold to them. Yeah, I think there's so many email list builders out there, aren't there, from social media people and they're all the same. I think you kind of need to try and stand out for the expertise you want to bring, the services you want to sell, the people you want to bring into you, but also the people who you want to actually sell to, people who've got money. Like, don't give, create a list builder for freebie seekers. No, and I think this is, this is where having, um, and this, you know, this podcast is not going to be about niche, but this is where having a niche is, it, it helps when you can stand out from just having a, you know, a very general lead magnet, like your guide to Instagram hashtags it will fall flat compared to your guide for Instagram hashtags for dog groomers or whatever your niche may be. So there are benefits in that instance to being really specific about who your lead magnet is for because that means that you're going to grow the perfect list of people. Yeah, definitely. And don't overthink it though. Like It doesn't have to be this perfectly polished PDF. It could be as simple as setting up a Facebook group and having that as your lead magnet or having a video that's taken you five minutes to record and you haven't even edited it. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have to be anything like, you know, really overproduced and polished. Yeah. You just need to make it good content, like as in not necessarily like like you've just said, like polished, but what you're giving them, the, the advice and the actions that they can take. You want that to be as best as can be because you kind of want them. They feel like they would have paid for it, don't you? Yeah, exactly. And if they if they like that, then it makes them think. Well, you know what? This was brilliant. Gosh, I can only imagine what it must be to 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 work with that person or to go on a workshop or masterclass, whatever it is that you're kind of funneled and takes them to. So yeah, make it good, but yeah, it doesn't have to be squeaky clean, polished, beautiful. You don't need to go and hire a video. Yeah, and all of that stuff. No, definitely, definitely And then as far as the actual emails go, like my main point would be actually email people. Yeah. I don't know if you did this, but when I first started growing my email list, I think I had these people on my list for months before I ever emailed them. Like I sent them their freebie and then they never... Oh, oh yeah, with, without a doubt. Yeah. And then when I did used to email them, <laughs> I might even try and see if I can find some of these. They, I used to, so I used to use MailChimp as my email provider and I used to make these like, like newslettery looking things. I don't know why I bothered because I hate having anything that looks like a newsletter with borders and yeah. Yeah. But I'm quite impressed that you did that. I know. <laughs> I surprise myself sometimes. Yeah. I wouldn't faff as much, but you know, no. hindsight obviously is a wonderful thing, but yeah. But you uh, just need a like. The content of the email is the important thing, not how it looks. Yeah. And I think, and I, I don't know who said this to us or whether it was just one of your wise comments or somebody else's, but I'm sorry if I'm not creating the right person, but to treat your email the same as you would your social media platform. Is that what you said? Were you? Yeah. It's just another platform. Yeah. Like if you're creating a post for Instagram and you're thinking that you might put the same or similar on Facebook, there's no reason you can't put the same or similar in an email. Yeah. And I think what we've learned, obviously, over the years of sending now lots and lots of emails is it doesn't have to be long. No. You have to have a start, middle and end. 
Well, it does, but you know, not in large paragraphs as I would like to write. Sometimes our emails that have got two or three lines work way better than our emails that are like really long and thought out and they've take, say, taken us ages to write and we've thought about them for weeks and they just fall flat. Like it's very much with social, isn't it? You just need to be consistent. People need to start looking forward to seeing your emails in their inbox. They need to want to open them. And if they don't get one when they think they're going to get one, they want to be thinking, hang on, where's my email? Because yeah. we get people email us saying, I haven't had my email, where's my email? Because they want to get what we're sending them. And that's the sort of feeling that you want to leave people with, isn't it? That your emails are so valuable for them yeah. that they are upset when they don't get them. Yeah, that's the plan. And I have to say, I didn't achieve that as in my, in my own business. In all honesty, we've only just achieved that, I feel. The, the famous we as well. Yeah, without a doubt, all social media managers need a list and they need to start it yesterday and they don't need to overcomplicate it. Just, just FDI. FDI, yeah. So there we go, Alison. I hope that was useful. Let's say whether you are on top of your list building. <laughs> yeah. Come and let us know in our Facebook group. You can find that at the socialmediamanagershub.com. And don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a review. Let us know what you thought of the podcast and we'll see you in the next episode.